Hello, everyone. This is Crystal Arignani, and today we're talking about self-love. What's up? It's Kevin Crenshaw, a.k.a. The Heart Guy. Welcome to The Heartbeat, where we talk about living life from the heart. So this is always an important topic, and we keep revisiting it because there's so much here, but it's so good, and it's critical to any relationship and self-love and just having deeper connection with other people. But I'm excited that Crystal's here with us. She is a tantric yoga teacher. She's a speaker. She's an author. She's a coach. She's a self-love advocate. She's all the things love and relationships. And so you're in the right place listening to this. And Crystal, we're in the right place having this conversation right now. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be <laughs> you're here. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. So obviously we're talking a little bit about self-love today, but as you mentioned before we started recording, there's like a ton of things that <laughs> might come up. So we're just going to kind of go with the flow and see what shows up for us. But um, I guess, how did you get started in this work? Because, you know, kind of what you do is more down the spiritual path of in alignment of what I'm doing um, within relationships mm -hmm. to some degree. So how did you get started? Well, what actually led me to studying and sharing self-love was actually a series of really toxic and abusive relationships. So mm. uh, when I was younger, of course, I didn't really have much self-love. I didn't even know what that meant. Like where I grew up, it was just normal for us to hate ourselves, to hate ourselves, to hate our bodies. And because of this, I chose really toxic, unhealthy relationships and I didn't have you know, I had a really low self-image of myself and low self-esteem. So I attracted people on that same vibration. And eventually when I was about, you know, this was when I was pretty young. So when I was about 20 or 21, um, it got so bad that I was in women's shelters and I was in, mm. I was hospitalized. So I knew that I had to, of course, break out of this or it could really cost me my life. So I actually ended up taking one way flight to China and yeah, for the last eight years now, I've just been traveling nonstop. And that's where I got into spirituality and all of that. So I had to learn self-love. And I actually began teaching yoga and uh, empowerment coaching in women's shelters who wow. were actually, yeah, coming out of really abusive relationships. So that was actually the start of my career. And yoga really helped me. So that's what I began sharing. And then I realized people... I was getting a lot of feedback for sharing my story too, because, you know, there's so much in society that we don't talk about openly. So I mm -hmm. really began sharing my story and began sharing it online. And then it really went in the way of self-love because I realized that's what so many people were asking me, like, how can I love myself more? So, and of course for any mm -hmm. relationship to be successful, it has to start within. So, and that was one of mm -hmm. the biggest things I learned and, how I could choose healthier relationships and attract better things into my life once I worked on my own self-love. So. Right. Well, and so I want to dive into a little bit of that because I think so many people think that like finding the right person will fix everything mm -hmm. or it's like you're holding out till, to, Oh, I want, you know, once I meet that right person, then I'll break this cycle and all these things. Um, what do you have to say really on that? topic in regard well i think so anyone like we're we're always wanting something outside of ourselves it's an easier distraction because it's right in front of us so even in relationships that's trying to latch onto something outside of ourselves and ignore what's within like if i could really give my younger self just one 
word of advice, it would be to spend more time alone. Like before I got into any mm. relationships, like I wish because I was in these relationships expecting people to know how to make me happy or to know who I was. And I didn't even know who I was or what makes me happy because I never spent that time alone until I was like 24, mm. 25. I sat down with a journal and started asking myself all these questions. I'm like, I don't even how, you know, I don't even know myself. <laughs> so how could I ever expect someone else to? And we have this mm. idea that, um, like twin flames, I don't, I guess it works for some people, but at the same time, it kind of gives a lot of us the view that we're missing something inside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's not really truth. We're full on our own. So we just, we kind of have to come back and remember who we are before and make sure that our cups are full before we go into a relationship. Otherwise, of course, we're going to be latching on and looking for the qualities that we're missing inside of ourselves in a partner. Mm -hmm. Right. So what have you found has been the best thing for starting on the self-love journey? Uh, definitely self-discovery. So like I said, sitting with myself and that was mm -hmm. the first step, really getting to know who I was and what I really want out of this life and finding my purpose. Like that was definitely the first step. And then really committing to spending the time alone and, you know, without distractions and knowing that if I'm going to find my soulmate, if you want to call it that, or, you know, so my, par my partner, then I really need to do that work first. So I'm coming into mm -hmm. it full on my own and then we can just right. grow together amazingly. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I guess what else do you want to say within, within self-love that is, maybe a pattern that you see a lot of people have, or maybe a block where they're not fully loving themselves. What do you think is like, where somebody's like, yeah, I know my worth or yeah, I love myself, but their actions aren't necessarily matching up or their life isn't matching up. Mm -hmm. Um, again, I think it's just being distracted from yourself. So mm -hmm. like right now I have a 21 day self love challenge on my Instagram and we're doing five days right now of mirror gazing and it's been so powerful because people realize like oh i've never said this to myself i thought i was far along my journey but i never actually sat in front of a mirror looked myself in the <laughs> eyes and said i love you so that's been super powerful for even a lot of yoga teachers that you know we're still having that spiritual path but we forget to actually connect with our humanity like that mm -hmm. so i think that's really that's a really powerful practice and important to actually. Um, I teach Tantra as well, which is really embracing this human experience. A lot of spiritual paths are kind of pushing away the human and trying to reach higher states, but Tantra is really coming back into our bodies, loving our bodies, and then living through our bodies and reaching higher states through that experience, through the here and now. Mm -hmm. So, could you talk a little bit more about that? Like, and I guess the benefits that people can get from maybe even exploring something like Tantric. Yeah. So like the basis of Tantra is really finding divinity within everything in this physical realm. So mm -hmm. even in a relationship, you know that your partner is they're divine. So we're all from the same divine essence and it can really help in relationships, especially like once you see that divinity inside yourself and then, you come together with another 
and you can see past their physical. So I was just having this talk yesterday with my friend um, who's having issues with her boyfriend. And it's just something silly, like, you know, he's not taking out the garbage. And it's like, mm -hmm. if you, and then you really start to like, it becomes bigger in your mind. And then, you know, you're resenting this person and you're just seeing their physical a lot. Like, you know, this is this person, this is his name. But if you actually look at him and think, what a divine being, you know, what a God or a goddess and really see past just the physical. I think that is really like the foundation of what Tantra is. And there's also mm -hmm. a saying that Tantra can turn and any regular relationship into soulmates. Hmm. And is that just through through seeing the divinity within versus yeah. a person connection, I guess? Yeah, that and it's with two souls being open to doing that work together. So you both mm -hmm. have to have that willingness and that readiness to open up and be vulnerable and go deeper in a relationship and to, in a deeper union. Right. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. So, you know, within relationships, I guess, you know, how have you found um, with couples that maybe they're not fully where they want the relationship to be? Um, how, what within self-love, how does that play into that? Because some people, you know, I've coached couples and they're Oh, I love myself. Both of them. They're like, I love myself. Yeah. But this thing isn't working. <laughs> um, what would you say in that regard? Well, at that point, if they've done the work and they really are in a good place within themselves and, you know, their own self love, then again, it's really sharing space where you can be vulnerable and open and share your intentions and share your feelings without judgment and then see what, you know, where it's going from there. So I think there's, I think it's important to have open space because a lot of relationships that I've worked with and mine in the past too, there's always things that we're scared to talk to people about and talk about our partners. But if you're going to spend your lives with them, we need to open up and we need to mm -hmm. be the most comfortable around this individual because they're in our lives and, you know, we might have children with them. We share a bed with them. It's really important to just sit down and say, you know, I think we should go to the next step. We should open up in this way and really mm -hmm. make, where you're at clear and then see where you can go from there. So right. it's a well, pretty it's broad up, topic, but <laughs> yeah, it is, but it's bringing up things. It's like speaking your truth. Mm -hmm. What do you mm -hmm. think gets in the way of that? Because that's the biggest thing when you have open flow and communication, you know, that's where things can heal and things can progress. Mm -hmm. It's so important. And another thing I really like to suggest people, if they're in a relationship and they're having issues where they just can't work it out. Like if there's one issue that's going on for sometimes weeks on end, just sit together. And I like to pray. I know some people maybe don't like to pray, but if you sit with them and like with your partner and ask the universe to put it in the universe's hands and to, you know, ask the divine to take care of it. So even just setting that intention out loud with your partner can release a lot of the feelings in that situation because you know relationships are really hard like to find someone on this planet and then really make it work with them like that's really incredible i don't think we give it enough credit <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes yeah. you know we can it might be out of our hands so we can actually like release that to a higher power and know that you know if we love each other and we want to stay together then some things maybe you know it's not always gonna be perfect maybe we can't fully work it out so 
I find that to be helpful as well. <laughs> right. And just having that open communication. How do, how do you, mm -hmm. how does somebody push themselves to get there? Cause maybe they're having trouble with bringing something up or maybe they bringing it up and their partner's not listening quote unquote, or they're not accepting it in the right way. Cause there's a difference between communication and like effective communication, right? Like mm -hmm. what tips would you give there for effective communication and bring up something where either you have an unmet need or there's just some disconnection. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's really important to actually sit together and have that space of open communication. And at the start of a relationship, personally, I like to, like I said, set the intentions, but also if there's things that bother you to make that clear, like from the start too, or now if you're, you know, in a relationship to, you know, make, ask the person, Hey, are you comfortable to share an open space with me right now? And say, you know, I feel mm. unheard. I feel unheard when I try to express this to you and you haven't been listening. You know, there's a way to go about it where it's not confrontational. And mm -hmm. hopefully, you know, if your partner's open to it, then they'll be understanding and you can work together on that. So. Right. Incredible. Well, thank you so much for this. I'm sure there's tons more even with your 21 day self-love challenge that there is mm -hmm. to all of this. So where can people find more about you, what you do and kind of dive deeper with this? Yeah, well, everything's under Crystal Arignani. So my website's crystalarignani.com. And then my Instagram is Crystal Arignani, YouTube, Crystal Arignani. And I also <laughs> have a book called Awakening the Goddess. So. Oh, I thought you were going to say Crystal Arignani. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that one's nice. Bye, nice. Crystal Aaron Yanni. <laughs> okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. This was definitely great, especially to have a different perspective on things. Mm, thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. For everybody listening, go check out her stuff. And as always, put some heart into everything that you do today.